Welcome back to The Shit in Our Heads. Um, Emma here. We are bringing you a little bit of an older episode. Whoops. (laughs) Just a little bit. We recorded this in April to explain our absence from the interwaves of Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Just explaining the life circumstances that caused us to stop recording. We had, uh, admittedly, full intentions to continue recording after that episode. Yeah, so for clarity, (laughs) she's talking about April of 21, and we're coming to you right now with this little disclaimer in January of 22. Yeah. And in April of 21, go ahead, we had great intentions. We had great intentions of continuing, but what we did not realize are that these life circumstances were not finished. Mm Mm-mm. And they needed the rest of the year to just kind of fade out and be healed from and learn how to heal from and all of that good, fun, jazz stuff. So we bring you this episode to explain why we disappeared and why we remained (laughs) disappeared. (laughs) Why we did not return until January of 2022. Do you have anything to add, Jackie? No, I almost said New Year, same us. But you know what? It's not because New Year, new us. Absolutely. This is the true, not only intention, but we're going to bring you new content starting now. So enjoy our April explanation. And yes, we promise to be back with live time, like actually recorded now in January yep. of 22 content very, very soon. Yes. So welcome back. Thanks for being here. We'll see you. See you soon. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Hello. This is weird because I feel like Emma's always the first one that talks and does like a really cute good morning, good evening, good <laughs> afternoon. Like, it's what? Been a long and I am just day. not as naturally gifted at that and didn't realize that until I opened my mouth just now. So, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome here to Jackie's most awkward introduction. Brought That's to your by, brought to your, brought to you by yours truly. This is already a train wreck. <laughs> Y'all, we're here for it. We are. We're going to just keep rolling because that's what's real life. Amen and hallelujah. Tonight, Emma and I want to talk about intentionality. Mm -hmm. I feel like in today's world, in today's culture, especially on the Instagram, you see all these young business women talking about if you're not intentional, strategic planning, like you're not going to be a boss bitch, right? Right. And Emma and I, I would say, are both naturally more than most people in our age group, intentional people without even realizing it. Yeah. Like without even having to do some of the intentional, no pun intended there, like (laughs) hard work to Uh be intentional. We both naturally are more so Mm -hmm. at the same time when I see all those Instagram posts or when I think about areas of my life that maybe lack some intention. I can be exhausted by the thought of putting (laughs) intentional effort into those categories. Sure. So Emma and I are always all about balance. We want to talk about that tonight. We Mm -hmm. also want to talk about, we differ. This is like the whole reason we're doing the podcast. There are different areas in our life where we prioritize intentionality. I'd say we both have different ideas about when it's, um, I don't know, acceptable, appropriate, needed to be more intentional versus mm-hmm. not. Yeah. So we're going to share all yeah. of those similarities and differences. How much, how much you want to say anything yet? Oh. She's, I've lost her already. If not. No, it's great. 
I'm so gonna share some we areas were, of my life that. No, I can. Start. I were, okay, go ahead. Okay, we were just. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for being here. We love it here with you guys. <laughs> we're just gonna start off by sharing some areas in which we do focus on being more intentional than others, and that's how we have come to create balance mm-hmm. to whatever extent we have found it. So. Some things I've realized in planning planning for this episode and just living my life over the last year, six months, I have to have my day planned out because if I don't, I will not cross anything off of any kind of list. I cannot go into any day with just a piece of paper and things I have to do. I have to know what I'm doing at 10 o'clock and what I'm doing at four o'clock and what I'm doing at eight o'clock. Otherwise, I'll just kind of lose myself in the day and I'll scroll on my phone and be very unintentional. And the funny thing is, or just the interesting thing really, is I desire to be intentional with my time. And so I have to put in the work for that. Mm -hmm. I can't just start my day and say, okay, I'm going to be intentional with my time and get all these things done. Mm -hmm. I have to plan out my week. I usually sit in a coffee shop on Sunday for three hours planning out my whole week. And that's enjoyable to me. This is where we differ. <laughs> it's very enjoyable. I actually used to be more like that. Yeah. So I understand it. Yeah. I definitely cannot even lie to you and say that I spend 30 minutes on a Sunday now planning out my whole week. Yep. Planning different things maybe, but it's yeah. not as specific as like a schedule, a planner right. for the week. Mm-hmm. I, similarly to what you're saying of like, if I don't put how I'm going to accomplish the week down, then mm-hmm. I won't accomplish anything in the week. Yep. Mine's just a little different. If I have any type of goal that would take longer than a week or two to accomplish. If I'm not making like little markers to see if I'm going to mm-hmm. reach that goal, I, I it just can never end. My planning yeah. and intentionality can never plan with it or can never end with the final destination. Yeah. I have to make smaller, like if I'm playing like piano at a wedding pieces. three months from now, yeah. that means at the end of month one, <laughs> What, mm-hmm. what do I need to have accomplished with that piece of music, you know? Yes. So those smaller markers, I can relate yeah. to that, are yeah. really important. I like making big lists, especially when I'm planning an event or a launch for my business. I like making a big list and then breaking that down and then finding the thing I can do tomorrow and then just working out from there in like a timeline kind of fashion. Another thing that I have to be intentional with is my food mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hate it but I also love it if I don't meal prep I'll just eat pastries all day no joke you work um, at a coffee shop I do that makes sense to me so that's just a little thing but I also I'm a huge introvert mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jackie does not relate to this whatsoever not one bit so I have to be really intentional about reaching out to people and making sure that I'm spending time in community and not just locking myself in my room because I would like to just sit with a book all day, every day and do nothing and see no people. For the exact opposite reason, I have to be really intentional about (laughs) reaching out to people because up until recently, I was working like a 60 hour work week in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy to just come home anytime between the hours of 4 p.m. and 10 (laughs) p.m. whenever I finally leave the facility I work at and then that's just it like I just come home and I'm tired and that's it but Mm -hmm. I'm always actually like 
more revitalized. It's life giving to me, even if I'm tired to like go have the drink with the friend or have someone over for dinner <laughs> or like sit down and talk to my roommate at the end of a long day. Uh-uh. Oh, that's always life giving. Uh-uh. But if I don't plan it because I'm busy and at work for eight hours, 12 hours, you know, yeah, it won't happen. Yeah. So my extrovert has to intentionally plan the that's same time. Hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Are there other ways you are intentional? Yes. Um, Both of us, I would say, actually, that you can probably speak to this as well. In the last year, both of us have come a lot more, become a lot more intentional with people and friendships. Yes. Um, Both of us have had hard conversations with some of our closest friends that have actually moved us in a direction of being less close with those people. Mm Mm-hmm. But neither of us, we've both shared with each other, we don't regret those conversations because mm-hmm. we had them in love. We had them, we had well-intentioned, mm-hmm. loving, meaningful, trying to build into someone and yeah. make ourselves better and them better conversations. And the other person on the side of that, like not receiving that with the same love and grace is not our burden mm-hmm. to carry. That is not something I would have ever said. A year ago, I was very yeah. much into community where, okay, let's not be fully known and fully loved and fully accepted if that means it's more convenient and less uncomfortable. And so Oof. I'd say my community in the last year has gone from a thousand people, I'm exaggerating, but like a thousand <laughs> people to five. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like on the scale. Yep. My community is greater than five people. So I'm being dramatic. But yeah, my point is like, I was like, more is more, but it was fake. It was fake. Yeah. So we've both, I think, had conversations with each other about these types of friendships that, you know, I really think there's no such thing as like one way liberation. No. When we liberate ourselves to be able to like do our own truth telling, Mm -hmm. it's so refreshing to the person on the other side of that relationship and the other side of that conversation as well. Mm -hmm. They are now liberated to own their truth in a new and deeper way because you modeled it, I modeled it, whatever. Mm -hmm experiencing that even when it can be painful even when it can mean loss of relationships where it works where people honor it and want to walk into that type of space with you those friendships become more intimate and more trustworthy Mm -hmm. more real authentic so yeah that's been a huge place of intentionality is speaking truthfully into friendships and allowing friends that won't meet me there to step away, mm-hmm. to fade away. I've been learning that more recently. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun. No, it's painful. No, it is painful. Intentionality doesn't always have to be the Instagram cue card no. of like, you're going to feel on top of the world if you're most mm-hmm. intentional with the people in your life. Actually, you might lose some people in your life yep. if you're really being intentional about who gets a seat yep. in your arena. Yep. And that's okay. That's pruning. Mm-hmm. God literally tells us that's a good thing every once in a while to yep. prune. <laughs> It's also, I think, unfair to another person Yes. to keep them in your life when you don't have the capacity for it. Good. Because yes. you're not sharing the truths about how you feel they are acting towards you or your relationship is working out. However it may be, it's unfair to let both of you continue to spend time in a relationship that's not edifying and continually pushing each other forward. Mm-hmm. So That's so good. Yeah. Hard lessons. Hard, hard, hard lessons. 
Another area of intentionality for me, this was, I think, mentioned in a previous podcast. Probably. I One of my goals for 2021 uh-huh. was more intentional sorries. Yes. So the use of an, an apology. I over-apologize when I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. If I take more than 24 hours to respond to an email, I'm like, I'm so sorry for my delay. There's literally no reason. Right. I can just say, thank you for your patience. To answer your question... Mm-hmm. So that would be an example of being more intentional that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in other scenarios, I have a teenage sister who has all the raging hormones <laughs> and is a teenager. She's over a decade younger than me and therefore lacks mm-hmm. maturity that I have gained in right. the last decade of life. And I can be so frustrated sometimes because for the first time she's she is a mini adult. She's she's getting there, you know, she's entering teenage years. And I can have conversations with her that I didn't used to be able to have because she was still playing with Barbies. Yeah. But because of that new maturity, I can sometimes jump the gun and expect her to be my peer, to be on mm-hmm. that level of communication. Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes I'm too hard on her or say something like, why aren't you being more empathetic to what that person is going through when she's being judgmental Mm -hmm. of someone at school? And she just wants me to be her big sister who validates her experience of high school and listen. And there have been times when I go home and I ask her about her life and I snap at her a little bit for how she responded. She's telling me a story, how she responded to a friend or how she fed into drama. And I just like, no, it's not worth it and want the best for her. And I can be too hard on her. And I didn't used to apologize for things like that. Mm. And I regret that. So I've been trying to be better at, it started honestly with me not even being able to humble myself in the moment. This is so ugly to admit, but I'm going there. I wouldn't apologize until the morning after. Oh, wow. Like literally in the moment, I'd do it. I'd know like you were just too harsh on her. She's Mm -hmm. only 14 years old. And I would still wait till the next morning and say, Lana, I know in our conversation, you know, Mm-hmm. I could see that you were a little upset with me and I'm sorry if I was too harsh. Like I should do better at listening to your experience. Wow. Now I'm fine. It, t- it was like baby steps. I was yeah. doing that the morning after. Now I'm finally to a place where I can humble myself enough. That's good. To apologize in the moment. And again, that's just one example that I can think of, yeah. but I don't know what that is for me. Like I, I literally cannot think of like a life trauma or something. Maybe it just wasn't modeled well in my family unit. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd have to reflect more on that, but um, why you feel like you don't want to say sorry? Yeah, why my pride gets in the way of me intentionally mm-hmm. when it counts, mm-hmm. not saying it. It's just pride. That is what it comes it down is to. It's just pride. Yeah. But then I'm overly yeah. apologetic when it just literally does not matter. Yeah. So that's been a huge 2021 goal for me that I have seen progress on. Yeah. I don't put I'm sorry in stupid emails. I don't say I'm sorry at work 9 million times a day if I like drop a piece of paper. Like you're mm-hmm. fine, Jackie. Chill out, you know? Yeah. I actually had a friend recently tell me something. We are going through like a little bit of a thing. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's it. And they, he said to me, he was like, don't feel like you're too much reaching out to me. If I feel like it's too much, I'll let you know. Oh. And I just so appreciated that mm-hmm. because it gave me freedom as an overthinker woman person. <laughs> yeah. Female person who overthinks instinctively to just be friends and reach Mm -hmm. out still, even though we were going through a thing. And yeah, I just hope that I can do the same to other people Yeah, and just give them space. And look at that that intentionality in relationships. It's great. 
Clarity is kindness. Clarity is kindness. I always say that. I love it. I think Share. actually I got that from my high school voice teacher. You did. She would always tell me that her like number mm-hmm. one thing as a business owner with her yep. staff, with her the families she was, you know, serving, mm-hmm. giving these products to, that clarity is kindness. And I think yep. that's true. Share truth and kindness. Share the truth. Speak the truth in kindness. My friend Mallory says that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good. I like that one a lot. Yeah. We can say truthful things without it being intentionally degrading yes. to someone. Absolutely. I we want should. people yes, to exactly. be, you're that type of friend. I know mm-hmm. Emma's the type of friend that when she sees me falling short in some area, she's allowed, she's gained the res, she's gained my respect in a mm-hmm. way and in our relationship because when she calls me out, she's really calling me in. Yeah. She's Ooh. not calling me out in a degrading way of like, you suck. I know she's never trying to make me feel bad. She's actually trying to make my life better. Like right. she sees, she knows who I am. She knows what I can be. <clears throat> So yeah, she's gained the right almost to be able to have hard conversations because when she does, I feel called in to the truth. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's good stuff and it very intentional. Stuff. How have you watched other people in your life and your sphere be intentional that have inspired you, that have pushed you into doing the same kinds of things? Well, I feel like I just named some of them. <laughs> my high school voice teacher, Jody Quint, with her clarity as kindness, that mm-hmm. just changed my life because I love communicating and I've always been told I'm a good communicator. So I always, regardless if I'm speaking to a group of people or having a one-on-one with my boss, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. be kind and clear. To be clear is to be kind. I'm always filtering my life through that. You, in your, just the way that we've like established and built friendship with each other. Mm-hmm because of not only our intentionality to be honest and truthful with each other, but also our intentionality in like championing each other. Mm -hmm. And we've both had moments where we've like pointed to the other person and said, I see this desire of your heart. And the other person is like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Yeah. So that level of intentionality to be able to like see someone. Mm -hmm. This is also a dumb one because I don't, directly know this person too extremely well um but bob goff (laughs) no you know him so well (laughs) are Um, you kidding (laughs) i've had a couple phone calls with bob goff i've met bob goff once bob goff tried to hire me when Uh he met me i've spent some time with bob goff we text sometimes (laughs) okay so we're kind of pals but i don't Uh, like to say we're pals because he's just so above my he's out of my league But he's in your lane. But he's in my lane a little bit of life. Yeah, we seem to continue to orbit each other. But um, he lives with a stupid level of intentionality. Mm -hmm. I am thinking of him specifically now because I'm rereading one of his books. That's Mm -hmm. why he's coming to my mind. But um, he likes to filter his life in a way where nothing goes to waste. I think some people are like, that's kind of far-fetched. But actually, like Jesus tells us that. Like that's like in the Bible. But nothing Mm -hmm. in our life is wasted. Yeah. And so the way that Bob is able to reflect on stories of his life, both hardship and embarrassing and funny and whimsy stories in his life and connect it to parables in the Bible or the way he saw Jesus live or yeah, just the way he's able to make those connections of look what God did in my life here. Look how God showed off here. Look at how God's Mm -hmm. lack of showing up when I wanted to him to here ultimately led to this down the road. 
you know, he writes these books, he does these talks where he shares these mm -hmm. types of stories in his life. And as someone who loves stories, I love communicating. I'm a storyteller. I like writing. I write my own stories in mm -hmm. journals and in little mini blog posts and Instagram posts where I'm connecting things in my life to what God teaches us. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just really inspired by him because he does it at a completely different level. Like it's I say, insane. he's out of, he's out of my lane, yeah. out of my league, in my yeah. lane, out of my league. Yeah. So <laughs> he inspires me a lot. In that. He's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, my dad inspires me mm -hmm. because he's constantly telling us to write down your goals and it's <laughs> whatever percentage more likely to come true. So I do that and I write down things like I will record a podcast with Dak Shepard. <laughs> yes. And Kristen Bell. Um, and Priyanka. And Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, yeah. and Nick Jonas. Okay. We're manifesting everything. <laughs> we right are now. manifesting everything. Yes, I write it down. Um, so he inspires me in that way to be intentional with writing it down, not just letting something be a fleeting thought and actually writing it down. And even if it's put away after that, it still means something and it can be pulled back out. Um, Priyanka Chopra, I don't know her, but she inspires me simply because she has not let a single moment of her fame and platform go to waste. Hmm. She is always fighting for like hunger relief in India or for children's safety or for women's education or for whatever it is. Like she is always fighting for something and she recognizes the platform and the stance that she has and the people that will listen to her, the millions of people. And she doesn't want to let that go to waste. And that's mm -hmm. amazing to me. I don't want to let any opportunities that I've been given because I'm a white straight woman in America and there is opportunity there. There's so much opportunity. I really like your point with this because I think sometimes we can think intentionality means there has to be something greater that we're striving for. Like in order to mm -hmm. apply the word intentionality in an actionable way in our life kind of insinuates that we have to like, it's a launching, it's like a reaching. Mm -hmm. But actually what you're saying about Priyanka that inspires something that you want to emulate in your life is intentionally take what you've been given yes that she's just simply taking the platform and the influence that she has and trying to affect the people group that she identifies with the mm -hmm. country that she right so it's like sometimes it, it doesn't have to be like a launching or a reaching right. or an intentional to get to xyz sometimes mm -hmm. it's, it's intentional to show up here yeah and i think that's kind of what i didn't say but i was trying to say about bob goff too yeah. like yeah it's just what what cards have i been dealt Mm -hmm. And how can I be intentional with fully, fully playing each of those cards? You yeah. know, yeah. I like that a lot. I love it. I love her. Our friend Jelly also inspires me Same. endlessly Same. to build upon. I think we talk about, we've talked about her in every <laughs> I hope episode. So. I hope so too. We should like cut out snippets of all of them yes. and give it to her. Oh, she would love it. She would. Um, to constantly build upon my emotional intelligence Oof. and to recognize that the like bounds of emotional intelligence are endless. Mm -hmm. And all I have to do is go inside and look at myself in order to learn more mm -hmm. and become more and have more capacity. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that just means sitting back and mm -hmm. taking a break and saying no. Yeah. Yeah. She inspires me so much in that. I love that. I'm really, I could sit in a room all night reading a book, but up until a while ago, I was really bad at saying no. 
Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this on our live. We were. Yeah. I feel like God has been in my life teaching me not just to take root, but to like take the roots that are actually going to stay and stay planted and go deep, not just all of them. The level of intentionality that that takes Emma, who's constantly like a, just a high capacity, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's just like do more. Let's add more. I can do that. Add it into the schedule. I'm strategic in scheduling. I have a planner. I have goals. Let's add it to the list. Mm -hmm. That is Emma. So for her to say, I'm intentionally, I liked what you said the other night. You said, I'm intentionally only saying yes to things that move me forward. Yes. Yep. That's a huge intentional thing. Yep. So I have things buzzing. It's all right. As long as it's not an emergency. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm only saying yes currently to things that are moving me forward and it's hard and it's a lesson. I also, I plan on moving at some point somewhere in hopefully the next year. And last week I took a walk by myself with no phone, no music. And I, it was awful. Okay. We're going to come back, <laughs> put a pin because I have something to say, but finish your thought. Um, on that walk, I was thinking about all the places that I have free homes to live in that are being offered to me in different states and different opportunities, job opportunities, families that I could live with who are basically my family already. And I thought of what is holding, like, where do I want to be in order to make the decision of where to move? Like, where do I want to be with myself? And mm-hmm. what it was, was that I am not just creating disciplines, but I am disciplined in my life. And that's mm-hmm. like getting up in the morning and working out and meal prepping because I don't want to go to a place and try to do that. I want to be established in who that's I so am. so intelligent. And it will giving carry. myself the most capacity possible. Yes. Oh, it's that's setting yourself up brilliantly. Yeah. We've talked about how you do those things too, like to prepare, prepare yourself for future marriage. Like mm-hmm. you're really good at stuff like that. And that yeah. just building habits and skills, transferable. Mm-hmm. It'll go with you yeah. wherever, regardless of circumstance. So I love that. Yep. Okay. Your cringiness <laughs> about how you intentionally <laughs> took a walk without talking to a person or listening awful. to music or a podcast. You and I are both mm-hmm. consumers. Yes. We want to be learning. Yes. Or just enjoying. Like when I listen to music, I'm not necessarily learning, but right. just enjoying that. A new mm-hmm. artist, you know, listening to a podcast while I'm on a walk. Mm-hmm. So in this new season of life where I'm not getting up and getting out to work every day, mm-hmm. not gonna lie, um, depression is real with that for me yeah. because that has been so purposeful to me. I'm fortunate to not just go to a job that feels like it pays my bills. It feels like what got me put, what God put me on this earth to do. So when you take that, yeah, I'm kind of sad, big mm-hmm. sad to not have that to go to every day. So in order to overcome some of that and still get out of bed in the morning, I'm like, I'm going to give myself somewhere to go every day. And that is literally just making myself a coffee and taking it with me to go on a walk in a park of my choice. We have so many parks here. We do. And that just gets me out of bed that I'm going to go take this walk. Well, my new thing I've implemented during this walk time is that I cannot take someone with me. I cannot talk on the phone to someone. I cannot Mm -hmm. put headphones in and listen to a podcast or listen to music. I'm just using the time to sit my coffee, open my eyes, look around, observe the nature and the humans (laughs) around me. What a concept in our century that we live in and exist with God and just like talk to him. Mm -hmm. And it's so uncomfortable because I'm doing this every day, Mm -hmm. every ding, dang day. 
amazing. And Ugh. I'm not even gonna, everyone's Ugh. waiting for my, I know that everyone's waiting right now for them to be like, oh my God, she's gonna tell me how it's changed your life. No, <laughs> I still hate it. Been doing it for two weeks. Absolutely hate it. I don't hear from God. I haven't heard his voice. Nothing miraculous has happened. I don't, I don't know. But because it's so uncomfortable, I'm being intentional that I'm supposed to be doing it. Yep. We both. It will pay off. Even if I'm not seeing it every day in my yep. time of walk, I'm trusting it that will. it's growing me in some way. It already has. I know. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I needed to hear that because your girl was not going to go tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's going to snow. I'll text, I'll text so I was don't. thinking about just using the treadmill at Planet Fitness. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Inside because I'm a whip. No, me too. I wouldn't want to. We are both so intentional in choosing to do the uncomfortable things because we know when something is uncomfortable that we should press in that we need to do it this is what i mean about for our age group we're a little <laughs> leveled up with the intentionality crazy. we are because i know, I don't know how how did we get here how did you get here because i don't hmm. i'm stumped <laughs> i don't know actually i think i, I know, know. <laughs> We both, I literally just watched above Emma's head a light bulb at the same time that mine went off. Uh -huh. We were like, I know, I know exactly. When I was 18 years old, I had a 14 level spinal fusion, this well, major duh. back surgery, and I almost died mm -hmm. several times. And I worked really, really hard to regain the ability to do everything. Feed myself, dress myself, bathe myself, walk myself, all of it. Mm -hmm. And that will change you in the most formative and profound ways. And so I have this real understanding of how much a gift every day is and not only every day, but like our ability to live fully, regardless of if we're on a couch or running a marathon, mm -hmm. like that there's still meaning in every day. Mm -hmm. And it's up to me to find what that meaning is that God is calling me to each and every day. So Yes, that was it. That was the formative thing yep. for me that was like, I am going to be so intentional with every second that I am gifted because I'm aware that every second is a gift. Yep. Having danced with death and been able to come out on the other side alive. Yep. That there's just not a day that I wake up that that's not lost on me, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's it for me with intentionality. Mine is not as profound <laughs> that's or a, beautiful fine. or that's literally fine. or life altering. Um, I dropped out of college. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That was it. This and is it for you. I had this. To, I wasn't in a academic setting for the first time in my life. I wasn't a part of an institution for the first part of my life. Uh, first time in my life, I had to start making decisions for myself of where I was going to go and what I was going to do because I wasn't working towards a degree anymore. I had to work towards whatever I felt I wanted my future to be, and. The season, Jackie will remember this so vividly. Yes. The season that brought me to the place of wanting to drop out was because I lost myself in so much unintentionality of not taking care of myself. Whoa. So your <laughs> lack thereof, it uh, catapulted like, yes. me into intentionality. The lack of intentionality. Like literally, mm. I called Jackie one night and I was like, Jackie, I had the worst day of my life. I don't want to go to crew. She was like, Emma, go home. <laughs> I, yeah. She needed like permission. Yeah. From me. It's like, because go I was go to bed. trying so hard mm. to do all the things. Um, and that was the night that I called my dad and I told him that I thought I wanted to drop out of college. I love that. And that was the moment where I had to start deciding things for myself. So I vividly remember that season in your life. Mm -hmm. And it was terrible. It was, but look how good it is now. Yes. Look yes. how good it is now. It is. 
And it took an intentional yes from you to even go there in the, I'm not healthy and thriving. Mm-hmm. Society might tell us that college is the next right step for our age group, but that doesn't mean it's my next right step. Right. How could I be living living in a more intentional and balanced way if my time was freed up from trying to be everything that a collegiate lifestyle mm-hmm. is asking of me? Yeah. So I love that for you. Thank you. And ultimately, like, that led you to a place of you actually telling me, oh, I'm doing, like, ministry with my life now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, living the way Jesus had intended for us mm-hmm. because I'm living in the lane of the things <laughs> that I want to do. Uh-huh. Just going to class, going to crew. Yeah. Miserable human. Yes. Awful time in my life. I just love that. I love how God redeemed. He did. That season of life for you. He definitely did. Mm. It's beautiful. Nothing goes to waste. No. Love that. Yeah. So with that, your season of lack of intention mm-hmm. made you a more intuitive intentionalist. Yes. That should be an Instagram handle. You know how people have like intuitive mom blogger. Intentionalist. Yeah. Intuitive intentionalist. I'm going to text that to you. I love that. Not that you have time for another. There's a there's but. marketing for you. Someone's going to swoop that up. Branding. Um, okay. I, I had a good question and now it's gone because I was so impressed with myself. <laughs> so that's disgusting. Um, oh, I, I know what the question okay. is. Your lack of intentionality catapulted you into a very high yeah. intentional lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Are there seasons of life where it's okay to lack intentionality entirely or maybe just in certain categories of life have you ever experienced a season mm-hmm. of life where you know the, your other example you were very much saying my lack of intentionality was the thing that was the catalyst but maybe yeah. there's other times where lack of intentionality is actually just really healthy to let go of the absolutely. reins absolutely i think so i actually just had a season yeah where i had to let go of all intentionality for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. um i had to go home for like an emergency for two weeks and I did nothing for two weeks other than see friends from high school. And I let every day lead me rather Good. than me leading the day. And I just went to the coffee shop and I saw who I would run into. And then we would make plans for that night. And what I found when I came back home, because I had to push off things like launches and events happening with my business a whole month because of that. And it was scary at first. But what I found when I came back was I was choosing the things, the tasks on my list to do that brought me joy. And it reminded me why I wanted to start the business in the first place. Mm. And it was really good. And I wouldn't choose to do it again, probably, unless, I mean, I want to take like personal retreats and things like that. I think personally, even if I have a season of unintentionality, I would still like to be disciplined in taking care of myself physically and getting up at the same time and making sure I have time to read and just relax it all day Mm -hmm. and keeping those disciplines and schedules in my life. But with work, especially not having intentionality was really like a refresher for two weeks. Mm -hmm. It was good. That is good. And I know it will probably happen again, not under the same circumstances, but like by my own choice. Mm Mm-hmm. This question reminds me, and your explanation there reminds me of a friend of mine. I'll keep it really vague to respect. <laughs> I did not talk to them about talking about this, but he uh, 
serves in the church in a capacity that's very fairly like public. People knows what he does for our Sunday morning service every day or every week. Um, and when he started to notice like a slip up in his intentionality of doing his job role to fullest mm -hmm. potential and capacity, what, what he needed to be doing, he like asked the church, Hey, could I have a sabbatical from leading in this way? Church yeah. was totally like, duh, like right. we honor the fact that you are seeking God and want to seek him further in a sabbatical. And he came back from that season of rest and mind you, that was hard for us. Like he does things so well and so particular that when he steps back and other people have to step in, there's obvious painful transitions for everyone yeah. adapting that has to happen. Other people that have to step up more because he's so good. Right. We missed him. But when he came back from his sabbatical, I remember him just like thanking the team of people that did step up and fill his shoes while he was gone. He said, what you gifted me, he said, I don't think I would have made it 10 more months being able to serve the Lord with my God-given gifts, continuing as I was, wow. but you probably just gifted me 10 more years of mm -hmm. being able to serve with the God-given gifts that have been laid on my heart, just because wow. I took that season where I didn't have to be mm -hmm. the intentional one, front and center, yep. you know? So that was really sweet to see That's how amazing. his recognition of like, again, lack of intentionality. Like yeah. he's like, no, my intentionality needs to look different in this season. Mm -hmm. And that was good. Have, are you the person who talked to this about? Talked, whatever. Talk, it's fine. <laughs> English is <laughs> Moving on. Um, I don't know if you were or not, but there's a country where every seven years, maybe it's a company. <laughs> oh my God, that is very different. You are so tired. <laughs> um, we love you here. Every seven <laughs> years, they will make their employees take a paid year off. Wow. To go and be creative in their own capacity. <laughs> and now I'm understanding like country versus company. And it's just like so vastly different that I'm going to laugh about it a second time. I, I, I really, hope it's a country. I think it's a country. I think it's Italy. Like they're oh, really? Like, and it's not every employee, but it's like their CEOs and the people who are at the top of the company every seven years they go rest wow and they're paid it's a country that's iconic yeah and i that's now a goal for me in my business mm. that when i have employees especially like highly creative employees mm -hmm. or highly high capacity employees whatever it is every seven years i want them to take a paid year off we are made to rest we are we are supposed to rest it's in the bible literally every seven days Years, and again, like lack of intentionality does not have to mean like, I'm going to take that year off and like eat Cheetos and watch Netflix. Right. Intentionality can just look different mm -hmm. in a season of rest where you're intentionally saying, mm -hmm. I'm going to lower my capacity, my responsibilities, mm -hmm. needs that have to be met by me. Yep. Sometimes my intentionality is going home and watching a movie. Yeah. Just because you know my brain yeah. needs to not think. Even today, I texted the mom that I live with, and I usually babysit for them every Wednesday night, and tomorrow is Wednesday. And I said, hey, can we skip this week because I feel burnout coming on, and I don't want to be burnt out. And that's not a normal thing, and I don't want to make that a routine thing in my life because I enjoy my job and I like doing what I do. But after the season that I just walked through and walking through, mm -hmm. I had to recognize that it was okay to say, hey, 
let's not do this this time. Intentionally step back. Yep. That's totally fair. Similarly, um, answering this question of are there seasons where a lack of intentionality is good? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually think sometimes in order to like re-remind me, like wake me back up for that like zest of life and like why is intentionality important? I have to like lose sight of it sometimes in Mm -hmm. order for God to like humble me and bring me back to it. Okay. So most recent example is right now in my current season, the first week that I was home and not working full time, nothing on the schedule, no responsibilities. I'm literally on a complete leave from both school and work right now. Nothing. No one needs a thing from me. I have not had that ever in my 24 years of life. Not one time. I've been a full-time student since kindergarten. Like (laughs) I literally, no exaggeration, summers and all. And always working a million jobs. Like that's just always been me. I literally up until a year ago was working four jobs while Mm -hmm. being a student. That's insane. And now I work full-time in healthcare. So yeah, it jarred me that first week and I just let it win. And I was just completely unintentional. Mm -hmm. I did not, everyone around me was asking me the really good questions that I could have intentionally reflected on. Like, so what do you need to do right now in order for this season to be meaningful? What do you need to do right now? What do you need from me right now to support you? on my ass. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mad. I just need to be mad. And I was so miserable and sad and depressed that first week. So then I had to reframe it and say, okay, you can be intentional And you can just reframe what intentional and meaningful Mm, looks like. mm -hmm. So if I was intentionally getting the most out of my 10 hour work day before, and that felt meaningful for me, I had to recognize that cannot be right now. Mm -hmm. And that does not mean that we have to waste a whole nother week feeling meaningless or purposeless. We just redefine what meaning looks like. So I had to intentionally say, I'm going to make it a thing that I brew my lovely cup of coffee and enjoy that coffee while on these walks in the morning. And that gives me something to get out of bed and go do. Is it a 10 hour work day? No, but can it be just as meaningful? Yes. Mm -hmm. Things like, you know, I used to sit on the couches of my elders family rooms. I work with older Mm -hmm. adults and that time was so meaningful for me knowing that they've been isolated for a year during COVID. It was so meaningful for me to be able to show up in their space, in their home and sit in real time with them and talk to them and care about them and love them in a way that out the outside world hasn't had the opportunity to do with them in a year. Mm-hmm. So again, let's redefine that intentionality. Let's redefine meaning. Recently, I've been sitting on the couch not feeling well mm-hmm. and my friends and my family have been coming and sitting next to me and saying like, what's hard? What's good? Mm-hmm. Can I bring you ice cream? Mm-hmm. Like I'm on the, I'm on the couch now rather than the, yeah. the older adult. I'm the one being served. So after a week of just absolutely not putting any intentional thought or energy or effort into structuring my life in a way that can be more meaningful and purposeful, I'm redefining that in an intentional way now. And that's been really good. But I think I needed the week to just be mm-hmm. sad, mad, upset, and not yep. intentional. Yeah. I think I was allowed that. <laughs> I think you were too. And I think, I think if I didn't it. do that, I'd still be flailing a little After bit. After 24 years. <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend. I was like, I think I'm going to. She was driving me home from her house. And I was like, I think I'm going to take a nap. And she's so wise. She's, she just knows me. And she's like, 
yeah, after watching you get three degrees in six years, I think I'm okay if you take a couple naps in this season of life. <laughs> yes. It's like valid. Yes. Fair. I've earned a nap. You have every day for the next six months. Yeah. A nap. At least. Oh my God. I took two today. Good. It was really nice. And then I woke you up. You did. She called. She brought me Chipotle. So win win. Intentionality. Intentionality. <laughs> um, something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah. This has changed my life. Like my actual life. Um, I feel like we say that about everything, but I'm being serious oh. this time. <laughs> <laughs> or just everything has. Yeah, everything's been serious. <laughs> um maybe that's it. I have a friend. Uh-huh. And her name is Libby Romanin. She's great. I just so called her out. There was no anonymity <laughs> in that. Libby Romanin. But she'll be on this podcast. She doesn't care. She will. Um, I said to her once, you're doing things. Her level of intentionality oh is stupid. Gosh. I don't know why we didn't list her earlier as someone that inspires us. I figured she'd come up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. Um, yeah, she's here. She is. she is. It's like ridiculous. Like she has built a life for herself that she is in love with. Yep. And she recognizes that she's never arrived. Like yep. she's just like willing to adapt and change. And it's just incredible. Like if you ask her, like, what's on your heart this month? And then you ask her next month, what's on your heart this month? There's like mm-hmm. pillar things that are always, always in the narrative. But yeah. she's not afraid of like letting go of one dream when God like puts yeah. another thing on her heart. I really admire that. That's yeah. intentional. That's very intentional. Anyways, that's not what I was getting at. I could get at so many things with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time when I was asking her, like, how are you so highly satisfied? Because I look at your life and like you're just built different than differently than me. Thank mm-hmm. God. He made us all unique. But I look at your life and I'm like miserable thinking about it. Like I would never want her life. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you do it so well? And why, how are you so like joyful in it? And she said, literally the main key is that I choose my hard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand what she meant, but she was saying she has a bajillion kids, both <laughs> biological and foster kids. And she's like, people will totally judge me because I hire a babysitter and I pay them extra to do my dishes. I pay mm-hmm. them extra to get my foster kiddos that are teenagers to put their laundry away. Because what that means for me is I can come home at the end of the day and rather than spending the little little energy that I have to give doing the dishes and having blowout arguments with the teenagers about their laundry, I don't have to do the dishes. I can go directly up to my teenagers' rooms. I can sit down with them and I can ask them about their days Mm -hmm. and their hearts and their friends and the things that really matter and look them in the eyes and have a meaningful conversation with them and build connection and trust and relationship without the argument about the laundry. And that to me is worth it. I choose my hard. My hard is building these relationships with these foster kids that are teenagers and have a lot of trauma and trust and respect issues. That's my hard. My hard that I'm not choosing is the dishes. I'll pay someone. My my hard that I'm not choosing is arguing about laundry. I'll pay Mm -hmm. someone. That and she's like, it doesn't matter if other people is your life and if other people don't understand why you're paying for someone to do your dishes. If other people don't understand mm-hmm. why I'm paying to have a babysitter so I can take a nap. Yeah. It doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I'm choosing my heart. Yep. That changed my life. It's amazing. We get to choose our heart. Not mm-hmm. all the time. Sometimes God gives us hard right. things. I'm not saying that we're all powerful at all, but there are just day to day things that we can decide that says, you know what? Nope. Not engaging with that. Mm-hmm. That's not my heart today. Mm-hmm. I picked up dinner instead of making it. <laughs> 
So not by I hard come today. Sit here and record a podcast. That's great. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Hmm. She's amazing. She's so good. We could do a whole other intentionality episode just with her. Yeah, we should. I definitely think we should. Wow. What else? Anything? I'm out. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm intentioned out. I'm intentioned out. This was really good. Yeah, it was. Thanks for being Thanks intentional with me. Thanks for being here, y'all. <laughs> Another one down. Thanks for joining yeah. us, friends. As always, like we want to hear what are you intentional about in your life? What are you mm-hmm. struggling with being intentional with? What do you want to be intentional with? Mm-hmm. Share your hopes and dreams with us. We want to rally for you and champion you and just hear about your life and your perspectives and your experiences. Yep. We want to learn from you and we appreciate you hearing us out. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. It's been fun. I do have one more thing. Mm, I'm going to be intentional to move South because I don't want to look at the snow. Another We're sitting here day in, in April. Life. I literally said to my roommate <laughs> today, I said, Snow upsets me greatly. The only thing that upsets me more than snow is snow in April. <laughs> and I'm watching Accurate. snow in April right now. Earlier, I was closing at the coffee shop and it started snowing. And I said to myself, I like wanted to cry. Actually. I understand like, I, on a like, soul tears level. Pricked in my ears. <laughs> tears <laughs> pricked in my ears. <laughs> She'd be crying out her ears. <laughs> That's how much I hate this. it's yours just pull up from every opening possible (laughs) i said if it's gonna snow in april and i have to look at it while i'm closing and i'm tired i'm gonna listen to christmas music you did not you put on christmas music. charlie brown you're an icon (laughs) was anyone still in the store no it was was closing time it made me so happy i actually smiled looking at the snow i just pretended like it was december Emma, I love that intentional choice you <laughs> made. Because <laughs> I was literally frowning. I could like feel the corners of my mouth turning oh my down. Gosh. Feels the bottom lip trembling, <laughs> like when little toddlers are about to throw a tantrum. Yep. And then I made everything better. I love that for you. Yeah, I thank you for sharing that. The same. Okay, we support you. Thank you. See, this is this is the place, y'all. This is the place to be. Oh man, we support all intentional choices here. Yep, we do. Amen. We will talk to you next time. Yeah, can't wait. Bye, friends. Bye.